hard work every day. Not an easy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Allie? Hey, I. you know what? I love seeing you because it gives me an excuse to shower, brush my <laughs> hair, put makeup on. I'm feeling good. <laughs> same, same. I think I'm just going to be completely honest with y'all. I've been preparing for the launch of my uh, essential oils line, Mila Eve. Mm-hmm. I have been at my computer for two days. So that means like this morning was the first time that I actually like got showered and like got myself together in two days. <laughs> wow. I know you have been working so hard, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you. What you got to say about that, Chris? You stink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I smell good right now. <laughs> I'll take it how I can get it. <laughs> well, at least I make sure it's clean for me, all of that type of stuff. Come on now. You don't rag and all. You're just messing. <laughs> I know one thing. I was looking at Chris like, look, they your kids today. Past two days. It's been like that the last week. Well, I've been working really <laughs> hard. That's why I've been holding it down. Yes, look, between the podcast episodes, interviewing people, because now we have more guests that are going to be coming on. Yes. So, oh, my God. We're amping it up, and we're gearing up for the new year, and it's been a lot. So... I'm excited. I'm like, I know I've been texting you like crazy, Ali. I know, but you know what? It's kind of like motivating me too. You know, it's like you need that accountability buddy to like kind of push you and you push each other. Yes. That's what I love about our team. Whenever we have our team meetings, which we have one upcoming, it really does just kind of like re-energize you. We come up with new ideas, things that we know people want to see and hear. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I love it. And Chris gets to watch the babies. That's right. (laughs) They mine. I love that. <laughs> I'm the baby pappies. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, before we get into our episode today, which I'm really excited about this topic because we have so many moms that reach out about finding that balance when it comes to parenting. Before we get into our topic, I do want to say that this episode this week is actually sponsored by our Not For Lazy Moms approved collaboration. So I know some people are wondering, excuse me, What does Not For Lazy Mom approve mean? It's the way we partner with like-minded businesses that offer organic, natural, and holistic products. And we're creating this box that spotlights some of their um, popular products. And we're offering them as a kit so that you get to spend less money. (laughs) So it's a nice little variety. And just in time for the holiday season, we have some bundle boxes that everyone should definitely hop on over to notforlazymoms.com and check out our bundle boxes. The price ranges between $19.99 and $55. And I'm not one of those people that likes to just give somebody a gift just to say, I got you a gift. You know, I want it to be something that is impactful, something that they can actually use that, you know, it won't sit on the shelf. So everything in these boxes are very useful. We have essential oils. We have tea. We have mugs. We have books, all kinds of things. And it's the perfect gift at a perfect price. Now, oh, yeah, no, I was going to say that it really is. and, And you said impactful. And I just thought also just so thoughtful. Like it's really a thoughtful gift, especially, you know, I'm looking at like the potty training one. If you have that mom friend who's been like struggling and her goal is to have her kids potty trained in the new year, get this bundle. It's the perfect gift. Yes, especially um, for the ones that are expecting to. So they can be like a step ahead of the game. They'll already have read the book before they even have the baby. (laughs) They'll be like all the way prepared. Um, I do also want to say that, these boxes are free for shipping 
storewide along with all of our other products for Not For Lazy Mom community members. So if you are not a member, go ahead to notforlazymoms.com, subscribe to be a member of our community, and we'll send you the promo code right away. So I'm really excited. This year has been crazy, but I feel very re-energized and geared up for 2021. We got our bundle boxes. We have all these new projects coming soon. We have new contributors that are joining the team. So it's been pretty darn amazing. Allie, how has the sales been on your end with the bundle boxes? Uh, So everybody is loving them. We've seen that the Relax Bundle has definitely become a bestseller for sure, because I think we could all use some time to relax. And it's just that special package just for you, or if you want to gift it and you, I mean, honestly, everything in there from right, the tea to the Mila Eve essential oil, it's just, I don't know. I feel like you're immediately relaxed when you open it. So people are really loving that one. And wait till they smell the scents. Oh my goodness. They're going to, I can just envision people because we have bath salts in there as well. They're going to take the bath salts, run a bubble bath, add the salt in there, Uh, They're going to boil some water, not microwave, boil your water, (laughs) add your tea bag in, put it inside your not for lazy mom's cup and just sit back and relax, take a bath. And when you get out, have your spouse massage you with those oils that are in that kit. It's like the perfect package I'm, I'm right there. I'm going to get that bath later on so I can get massaged. <laughs> I was putting oils on his chest last night. He took about what you putting on over there. I'm like, I got some eucalyptus. He said, put some on me. I'm like, put it rub it on me. So, so yeah, he's spoiled just like the kids too. <laughs> Yes. But um, so, yes, make sure y'all run on over to shop.notforlazymoms.com. We're also selling these bundles. We have our store now on Instagram and on Facebook. So you're able to go ahead and click and shop with ease. Um, So, yeah, we're trying to do big things with Not For Lazy Moms going into this new year, y'all. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Um, This week's episode, we are talking about the selfless parent. (sighs) I just need to like woosa as I say that because it just takes me back to when I had me time as much as I wanted. Me time was so plentiful. And then the children came along. <laughs> I, I think about we time. That's it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Time. Yeah. I'm like, if we, that's what we, you're into. We we time. <laughs> Of course, Chris with the sex talk, as always, he never fails. He never (laughs) fails. He is speaking for all of the men out there listening Mm -hmm. and and, and everyone else who enjoys sex as much as Chris. (laughs) But selfless parenting is more about what's good for your children and less about doing what's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. It's not always comfortable to have to sit there and homeschool the kids, but it's necessary. You know, it's not always comfortable to have to stop what you're doing to go put them on the potty or create this routine of having the bedtime routine, which helps them get a good night's sleep so that we can get a good night's sleep. It's not always comfortable to maintain these routines, but it's necessary. But Mm -hmm. also, sometimes you need to be a little selfish and make sure that you're getting me time, we time (laughs) and all of those things, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm over here lip saying wee wee time. <laughs> no, but <laughs> honestly, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking in my head, like as you're talking about selfless parenting and what it was like having me time, I used to 
throw these crazy birthday parties for myself, like crazy themed birthday parties where, I mean, it was Hollywood or nineties or whatever it is. And I would go all out and I'm like, gosh, you know, my birthdays the last couple of years have just been a dinner at home, right? Like just a quiet dinner at home. But then I look at the kids' birthday parties and I know you're similar in the same way where we do these big themed parties for our kids. So I'm like, you know what? I, I really have gone from living my life, but like through my children of what I enjoyed, what I enjoy doing and what makes me happy. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, living through the kids, you know, things that I didn't have, toys and stuff like that. So I try to get those kids, you know, my kids, those type of toys and stuff that we couldn't afford or my parents simply wouldn't get. That way I can enjoy them now, you know? Yeah. Um, now I throw birthday parties and they are kid parties, but I always make sure that it's also an adult party because it's necessary. I cannot stand, and I'm just sorry, I don't like going to kid parties and we're just like sitting around just talking. Like, give me a drink. That's right. Have a nanny there so that the nanny can watch the kids. <laughs> you know what? Like, you're, you know, you know what? You're hitting the nail on the head because it's not just this or that. Like, there is a balance with the selfless and the selfish. We can't be the mom or the dad, the parent that we want to be without being a little bit selfish too. You know, getting yeah. the kid, you know, the birthday party they want while also having a little wine for yourself there too. We have to take care of ourselves. It, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I think that I'm a better mom when I have proper sleep. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm a better mom when I can wake up, get myself together if I choose to do that that day. And and I just feel more um, intentional about making sure that my kids are happy and have everything that they need. I'm more intentional about giving them what they want when they say, mommy, I want to cuddle. Um, sometimes I find as though the kids, they can kind of like manipulate you. Because kind of? <laughs> my kids will sit there and they will not pay me any attention all day long. And then as soon as I sit down with my laptop, now I use my laptop because they think when I'm on my phone, I'm just on social media. So now I actually pull up my laptop and do and check my emails from my laptop now. This way they can see the difference. Um, but they won't pay me any mind. And then all of a sudden, when it's bedtime, they want to stay up late. So they're like, mommy, you didn't cuddle with us all day. We missed you and you've been working in this, that, and the other because they're just trying to stay up later. They're running game. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. It's as soon as they could be playing by themselves so beautifully. And the moment you pick up your phone, the moment you do, you start to unload the dishwasher even. I mean, the littlest yeah. thing where you're not doing nothing, basically, they, they want your undivided attention. Exactly. But I will say there are a few things that um, that being a selfless parent has taught me. It has taught me to step out of my comfort zone because I am such a routine person that I expect that my kids are going to be these little soldiers that kind of line up and do everything according to the plan. Now, prior to having kids, Chris was always the spontaneous one. And it used to drive me crazy. He had no plan. He just wanted to up and do. And I felt like, okay, that leaves it on me to like figure it all out. But the fact that he would come up with these ideas for things that we can do that we may not have pre-planned for, it is fun once we get going. 
So it's definitely taught me to just kind of like go with the flow of my kids. And um, sometimes, you know, even if I'm doing some work, it's okay to just put the laptop to the side, put the phone down and focus in on them and give them whatever it is that they need. And it's sometimes during those conversations where I learn a lot about them. Their little minds are always working or you learn about maybe the fact that your child has been watching YouTube and stumbled across a bad video. And you're like, wait, what? You said, what what, what did you see? They're learning way too much too fast. So we got to monitor that more. Yeah. So yeah, YouTube punishment. So no YouTube for a while because it just irritates me that they don't even censor the content, even when you have all your privacy settings, like how they should be. And it's like, why is that video being shown to a child? Like, is that on YouTube kids? No, I don't. I have no idea. I just know that they were like scrolling through and you know how it recommends videos based on what you've watched. Mm -hmm. It was recommending videos that were cartoon, but they were adult. Oh, Someone just told me about this where it's like, actually, it could be like Peppa Pig, but like very inappropriate. Right. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, when you really think about it, these are our most prized possessions, our children. So they deserve that time for us to focus in on what they need, because at the end of the day, they didn't ask to be here. So it's our job to monitor and to make sure that their life turns out as best and as you know, it's possible. You're <laughs> like, they, they need that extra love. They need the extra attention. And um, since we decided to give birth to them, we got to give it to them. So it's just finding that balance that is sometimes challenging so that you know that, okay, I'm giving everything that I need. I'm putting my all into raising these kids. But at the end of the day, I still need to make sure that my husband's good. I need to make sure I'm good. I need to make sure that I'm being a friend to my friends when I can. So it's just, it's a struggle. How do you get, um, to that point where you just kind of like stop everything and say, okay, let me restructure because I've gone off the cliff and I'm so consumed into one thing that I have not made time for everything else. You know, it's, it's funny you're saying that because I'm thinking about the people listening who maybe are wanting to have a family or pregnant and they're listening and they're like, wait, you're telling me I'm not going to be able to, you know, go for a run when I want to or shower when I want to. And honestly, it, it's it's weird. It's almost like you do have that instinct that kicks in, that intuition where you want to spend time with your child and do whatever they want to do. You want to live through their eyes as they're seeing and experiencing the world for the first time. And I feel like when we become parents, sometimes we get lost in that, that we lose ourselves because we want to see every little moment of our child that we forget to take care of ourselves. So as you're saying that balance, we do need to remember. And I feel like it took me almost having like my husband having an intervention with me because he's like, you're literally doing every single thing for our family that you are doing nothing for Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. there. He was like, you know, go, you know, you used to go for runs outside, go for a run outside, get a facial, you know, read a book, do something that provides you with self care because when you aren't taking care of yourself, you think you're doing a lot for your family, but it's almost like, backfiring because right you're not being the best you at that point because right. you know you're not fulfilled you're not happy and uh you know I, I definitely believe at moments you have to be selfish to maintain your sanity 
And also, too, I think it helps build, you know, the independence in your child. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times my baby boy might come up and say, you know, he wants a snack or whatever. And I'm like, all right, go get your bowl. And I learned this from Moni. I'll give you the credit. I'm to say, hold on. I'll give you the credit before <laughs> I now get the credit. But, but no, I've, I've learned to stop getting up, doing everything for him. Let him go get the bowl. You know, he, he just turned two. So, you know, he's he, he needs to be more independent and handle business. And I think that'll better prepare him for the world. That's true. That's Definitely. true. I think um, one of the things that sometimes I have to do is just like, pause like we missed last week's wind down Wednesday because I literally I texted you Ali like at the last second I said I just I can't I can't do it I was literally at my computer all day nonstop typing in my whole profiles for my essential oils I was doing conference calls I was doing press I was doing so many different things and I was trying my best to squeeze in wind down Wednesday at 8 15 because I really look forward to it it is the funnest time the, uh, the, the people who are now following our YouTube channel for Not For Lazy Moms are looking forward to it. And sometimes I feel like I'm letting them down when I miss a week. But I had to just sit back and just reevaluate my situation and say, you know what? I can take this week off and then I can just run some clips from the previous week and promote it that way and take this break that I desperately need. I was so tired and I still had so much more on my plate that I had to finish and still ended up staying up to 3 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. But... I needed that time. I would have been up to probably five or six had I did the wind down Wednesday. So sometimes just kind of sitting back and reevaluating and saying, okay, what is most important? What can wait really helps. I was so happy that you texted me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was ready to pour myself a glass of wine. I was excited to catch up with you, but I also knew that you were really working yourself hard. Like, I mean, just, you were sending me everything you've been doing and And I could tell that I knew you would give it your all if you did it, but it wouldn't be good for your, your mental health at that point. Like I do, I do feel like you acknowledging, Hey, you know what? I need to skip this week. I think that's just great advice for those listening. It's okay to bail. It's okay to say no. It's okay to do those things because at the end of the day, you are being selfish, which is good in that situation because it helps you be selfless as a person and as a parent, um, you know, and as a business owner. Thank you. I I definitely agree with that because, you know, even when I, you know, first got drafted into the NFL, I always wanted to please everybody, whether it was an autograph signing or this event or that event. And I wanted to make everybody happy. But then I found myself so unhappy. Mm -hmm. Even when I used to go home to visit my family and friends back in Mobile, Alabama, and, you know, I probably go home three or four times a year. And I would, you know, spread myself thin trying to go see everybody. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I never really enjoyed myself being home. Mm-hmm. You know, so I learned to sit back, relax. And that's one thing that I stress to Monique. And Monique holds it down. I mean, she handles a lot. And a lot of times I get concerned about it because she'll be here working all day. She hadn't eaten. And, you know, you know, I can just tell that, you know, she needs a break. So I'm glad that she's learning to just say, listen. I need to take this pause, take this break for my own sanity. Yeah. Chris makes sure he is the person that makes sure I eat. Like I told him he's in charge of food because (laughs) if it was up to (laughs) you got one job, (laughs) do it and do it right. Um, But no, like I'm a person, I have a very high metabolism. I have to eat every two hours and my kids are the same way. If it wasn't for Chris, we would be like sitting around hungry, like all the time because when I'm so focused on other things, 
the important things tend to get left behind and eating is very important. So I'm grateful that I have a spouse who I can defend on, who I can depend on <laughs> to feed me <laughs> like seriously. Um, but no, that, thank you for, for saying that. Um, it was definitely difficult. Like I really was beating myself up about missing one week of wind down Wednesday. And I had to sit back and say, wow, the world still went on. <laughs> Everybody's okay. <laughs> and I was able to get other things done and be more refreshed for the next day as I was starting out. Um, one, another thing that I would suggest to people is scheduling, even if it's just one day a week, even if it's just two hours, schedule it. Because what it does is it helps you to look forward to that break. Having that me break, even if you just start out doing it once a week for an hour and you're like, look, you come to an agreement with whomever your caretakers are or your husband or just making and forcing yourself to say, okay, every Friday at two o'clock, I'm not doing anything for a whole hour or I'm going to read a book or I'm just going to go walk the neighborhood for an hour. You'll begin to look forward to that break. And it actually helps you to kind of like hold on even when your kids are whining and they're driving you nuts or if you're getting into it with your spouse and you're just like, okay, Friday will be here. I cannot wait till two o'clock, you know, just to have that, that release. And for me and for Chris, every Monday, five o'clock massage table yeah. every Monday. And I look forward to it. My massage therapist, she laughs at me because she just hears me taking this huge exhale as I'm walking into the room to climb on the, on the massage table. And I look forward to that time. I don't even bring my cell phone in the room. Chris takes the kids while I'm on the table for two hours. And then once I get off the table, he, he gets on and then I take over for the kids for two hours. And I look forward to that time so much because I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not thinking about anything. I had to actually teach myself to relax and enjoy that moment and be present in that moment. And I think a lot of times that's where we kind of go wrong. We're not present anymore in the moment. We're thinking about what we're going to post on social media or how we're going to make our moment look like it's fun. I never will post myself on a massage table because that's for me. Like that's my time. It's not meant to advertise or show or brag or anything like that. Like, yeah, I'm laying on a massage table. Look at my lights, look at my, my <laughs> candles, you know? So I think that people need to start being more present in their moments so that they can really enjoy life. Yes. And not only present in those selfish moments that are just for you, whether, as you said, right, get a massage, read a book. And honestly, these days, like pandemic life, survival mode, turn on a movie for your kids. Don't be afraid of the screen time right now because we are all just trying to get through it. Yeah. Um, but I will say also to embrace those selfless parenting moments. I um. So every year for Christmas, we always get, you know, the perfect tree with the perfect white lights. And I organize the ornaments in the perfect way. And this year, my son took control and I have never enjoyed our Christmas tree more. It is massive. And I mean, it's, seriously, it takes up our whole room. It's huge. Um, we got... Um, crazy colored lights that put on a light show. They flash, they, you know, fade and blink and do everything that will seriously make you overstimulated. And then on the tree, there are just like, you know, when kids do ornaments, they just put them all in one area. It's just yeah. one little clump of ornaments. Um, 
And I, and I got a message on Instagram and they're like, your tree is the definition of selfless parenting. And I, but I like, I love it. It makes me so much more excited for Christmas because I'm really allowing my kids to just kind of take over and see it through their eyes. And, and that part, you know, you should enjoy it. You should enjoy those selfless parenting moments. You know, there's a lot to complain about. I get it. Like there are times where I'm like, can't you just get yourself the bandaid or like, so he's not like really cut, but like a little. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded horrible. Can't you just like, <laughs> can you just stitch on yourself? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> But like at the end of the day, it is nice to be that selfless parent for your kid. That <laughs> yes. no, I love that. And Ali, I am going. Thank you for saying that and for telling that story because I'm going to let my kids decorate the tree. I'm going to be 100% real with you. I have been so nonstop and so crazy. I actually told my kids yesterday, um, we're celebrating Christmas a little different this year. Um, I told them that they're not getting any gifts. We're not putting up a tree. I'm not. Chris is over here whispering. I'm going to get him something. <laughs> Look, I'm not doing it. Um, I told them this quarantine year, they have received so much that they can't even put away the toys that they already have. So why am I getting you more? So I just told them, I said, listen, the holidays are really about family time, showing love, spending time. My, my son asked, will I cook? I said, you know what? I will cook. I will go ahead and do that for you because I did not cook for Thanksgiving. Chris did. I had to take a break. I'm, I have learned that it's more important for me to put out there when I need that break time than to keep trying to go and trying to go and trying to go like the Energizer Bunny. And I'm sitting back looking like, why isn't anybody helping me? And my husband's looking at me like, well, he looks at me like Superwoman. He's like, well, you make it look easy. So how am I supposed to know that you're struggling? You know, so. And one thing I will say, I appreciate you being up front about Thanksgiving because you've been cooking with the past. what Over 10, 10 years, yeah, every yeah, year, 10, 11 years or whatever. She was up front. She said, I'm not doing anything. Even when I was full blown right. pregnant. Now, mind you, Chase's birthday is November 26th. He was born around Thanksgiving time. And I sat there with my stomach out to the counter, sitting in a chair very uncomfortably as my family insisted when they came in town that I still cook the entire Thanksgiving dinner. She's the best cook. And, and I did it. And I, I sat there full blown pregnant and they passed me all the ingredients and I sat there and, <laughs> and cooked. They wouldn't even give me a break off. No, <laughs> no, to be honest, I'm giving you a pat on the back because we kind of got into a little spat over, you know, me not doing this or, I'm, you know, I'm not doing enough or whatever. And I was like, well, look, you know, I thought I was holding it down and helping out. Just communicate that to me, you know, that you need more help. So you told me you didn't feel like cooking and I did all of the cooking along with your aunt. So we had a good time. Yeah. The only thing I did was I made sure that I had a cake for Chase and balloons because we normally do a huge party. Yeah. And obviously we couldn't do that this year. Um, and stuffed her face. Yeah, and I, I, I sat on that couch all day. You deserve I it, told man. everybody to leave me alone. Don't ask me for towels. Don't ask me for washcloths. Don't ask me where your room is, which room you're sleeping in. Don't ask me for soap. And I sat on that couch and I took me a me day, a very ugly day for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I got a two hour nap in and I woke up feeling refreshed. Like we're the food. <laughs> nice. You are the, you're a great example though, because I'm listening to you. So envious of that, because I always have that mom guilt set in where I'm like, 
I'll say I'm not going to do something. And then I'm like, all right, we all know that I'm really going to do it anyways. You know, how do you stick with it and feel comfortable with your decision? It, it is difficult. Um, that's just like when uh, we went to Aruba a few weeks ago and me and Chris got into a really bad argument because I felt like I was just, I'm like, I feel like I'm doing everything, even though he's helping. It's just, it just sometimes is not enough. And I really wanted to cancel the trip. I even threatened him. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not planning anything. Five seconds later, I'm on my phone like this, <laughs> typing and looking for hotels and, and getting flights. Um, so yeah, the guilt does set in, but sometimes you just get to that point where you realize when you're, when you've had enough, it's like when your cup is so full that you're just like, you know what? I physically can't continue doing this and everybody will still live and survive if I don't. And, and, and also having that conversation with your kids and just saying, listen, you know how sometimes when you get tired and you get fussy and cranky and they're like, yes, I'm like, well, mommy and daddy feel that way too. So I need to do this because I'm really tired. And when you can break it down where they can understand for their level, what you're going through and how it's similar to what they experience, they are way more understanding. And, and my kids will lay on the couch with me and cuddle up and they'll be like, okay, mommy, let's just, I'll pop some popcorn and let's just lay here. They'll bring me the blankets. They'll cuddle, cuddle up under me. And then we just sit there and have that time. And it's really the best thing. And I'm grateful that they're understanding, even though they may want something at the moment, you know? Yeah. So no, I almost, I almost think that, you know, advice would be do it once so that you see that everything's fine. It all still goes on, you know, just do Give yourself one time to say, you know what, I'm not going to do it and stick with it so that you can see that everything's okay. And, and I think that that will help people do it again and listen to their bodies and their mindset and mental health more. Yes. Yes. I, I, I totally agree with that. I think a lot of times we stand in our own way of just having that whole idea that we need to be so like perfect and have a routine. And we feel as though if that routine breaks one time, our whole life is going to crumble. But sometimes we just need that routine to just like, like kick it to the curb. Maybe on the weekends you say, screw it. No bedtimes, no, no rules. Maybe just on Saturday and Sundays, this so, just so you can have that break. And, and the kids also, they'll appreciate it because sometimes they need a break from it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I, you know, I became such a planner over quarantine where I'm like, first, we're going to do this, then this project, then this. And, you know, Matt, my husband was like, okay, you know, sometimes they just need to chill and zone out too. Like, he, you know, our, my kids would end up being in the worst moods because they were just so routine, like so much structure. It was just too much structure. Yes. Right. It has to be a balance in, in between the two. You definitely need some structure, but every now and then you got to just kind of, you know, freelance and just kind of let it flow. Yeah. And just kind of fall into whatever, you know? Yes. And I, I do want to, um, I want to read this, this little excerpt from an article that I wrote on being that selfless parent selfless versus selfish. And I think it's important for people to recognize what all gets put on your plate when you become a mom or become a dad. So (laughs) I'm going to read this. Thinking back to my days prior to being married and having children, my only job was whatever allowed me to make money. Fast forward to having my first child, Christopher. And in an instant, I became a person who wears several hats from a 24-7 personal chef laundry wash and fold technician, housekeeper and maid who cleans up messes and spills at your service, a general manager who schedules the day and assigns tasks, 
a life coach who speaks positivity during those tantrums and meltdowns, a teacher who turns daily life into many lessons, a role model who must be the example your child looks up to, a speech pathologist who turns baby gibberish into words and sentences, a nurse who tends to the sick and wounded, a sleep specialist, a multitasker, and the list goes on and on. Who knew being a mom or dad would require so many skills? And at times, I'm really good at it, and sometimes I'm not. When you really think of the full load that you take on when you sign up for being a parent, which some of us don't sign up, it just happens. You didn't jump off in time. (laughs) (laughs) But when you really think about the full load, from this very selfish person who realizes that life is just about you and what you need at the moment to having to be selfless overnight (laughs) and then take on all these new skills. Yes. Honestly, I I was like exhausted hearing that. I'm like, but also nodding my head like, yeah, yeah. I'm also apparently now like a mechanical engineer for my son's crazy toys that need to be altered and fixed. So absolutely. You don't even realize that you're taking on all those different responsibilities. You know, you're just doing it. But now that she broke it down and read it, it's true. You're, you're really putting on a whole lot and you're taking it on. And, you know, you're the parent. The child didn't ask to come here. It is what it is. got to handle it. Yes. Yeah. And, and honestly, hearing all of the hats that we wear, I mean, it's per, it's crystal clear. Like, obviously, you have to give yourself time for you and cut yourself a break. I mean, from speech pathologist to nurse to everything you're reading, it's like, yeah, okay, where's the you time? Yeah. You need to be selfless and you need to be selfish in order to be selfless. Right. If we would have just put on a hat, we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't put on a hat, so now you got to wear several of them. That's right. <laughs> you learn the hard way. <laughs> Oh my God. We just some nasty freaks over here. (laughs) That's all we talk about. (laughs) That's all you talk about. (laughs) You actually had a pretty good little sex joke earlier. I was proud of you when you like jump off in town. (laughs) You know, I mean, you rub off on me. You rub off on me. Chris, he makes me a bad girl all the time. Uh, Yeah, right. Matt listens to the podcast and he's like, gosh, we need to speak like this more. Like, why? (laughs) I feel like it's good for the marriage. It's great for the marriage. Trust me. I think that we need to have an episode where Matt comes on. Like we need to do a little couples talk. Cause I think that'd be hilarious because yeah. me and Matt are the Libras. You and Chris are the Leos and uh-huh. that conversation is just going to be funny. Yeah, yes. Oh my gosh. Um, Ali, I wanted to ask you about an update on your potty training. So a few weeks ago we were talking about potty training and I remember you were saying like, you know, you, you were at that moment where it was just like, I am, I don't feel like it. Like I I'm over it. And I want to hear if you've had any updates, if you were able to make any progress with Jake. Well, I got to tell you after speaking with you and I decided to read your book, potty training, mommy and daddy, And it didn't just, I was worried that I was worried going into it, that I was going to feel like I had to have it, you know, I had to have perfectly potty trained, you know, all done in underwear before he turned, you know, one or two or whatever. But your book isn't like that. It's more like 
here are ways to guide you. Like it doesn't have to be perfect right off the bat. Don't put so much pressure on yourself, but here's guidance. So that honestly made it more manageable to go about it. And it actually made my mindset like more positive and encouraged. So I just started, as you said, like I would sing songs and talk about it. And now he's so cute. He's so chubby and has this like waddle. He just like grabs his diaper and he looks at me and just goes pee pee and walks to the potty. He goes on the potty. He goes. And I'm just so proud of him. He's still in a diaper, which I know is okay. Like, you know, I know that's okay. But the fact that he's recognizing, um, that he's going to the bathroom. He tells me poo-poo and, you know, he walks over to the bathroom. Most of the time he's already poo-pooed, but like the fact that he's recognizing it and he's peed so much in the potty is like the cute. It's just, I love it. It's great. Oh my God. I love it. That is excellent. Yeah, so oh he, yeah, I'll just pick him up and I put him on and he's so proud of himself. And, you know, I, I tried your song that's in your book, but like, I also have made up different versions and stuff yeah. as well and it's great it's really oh it was honestly like very helpful because i feel like potty training can be so intimidating mm -hmm. but your book goes about it in such an approachable manageable way that i wasn't overwhelmed by it i was like okay you know what i can take it slow and, and we can we can do this yes oh my god can you please make sure you write that review on amazon <laughs> Plus every, every that's awesome. Plus, every child's different anyway. You know, mm -hmm. some will catch it faster and some will catch it slower. So it is what it is. But as long as you're comfortable and, you, you know, you don't feel like it's a whole lot of pressure on you, then you're in the right direction. Yeah. Right. I, I, will, I will. Oh, yeah. That's actually a great selfless moment because potty training is it can sometimes feel like a nightmare and you just don't feel like doing it. Um, but you were able to overcome and say, you know what? It's not about me. Let me get him potty trained and then take that first step. That's huge. Oh yeah. And I will tell you first kid, you know, Sam, when my husband thought about potty training, he, he was very selfish about it. He was like, I like the diaper. It's contained. We can drive to a Penn state football game. I don't need to pull over for him to go to the bathroom. We're not potty training him. He's fine. You know, and fast forward, Sam's obviously potty trained and um, Matt thinks it's so much easier, you know, once you're in underwear. So now with Jake, whenever Jake says he has to go to the bathroom, even if I'm like, oh, just have him go in his diaper. Matt's like, nope, we're going right to the potty. And, um, you know, you can turn selfish into selfless too. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. That's what it's all about. Look, we're going to give some tips before we get out of here. This was a great discussion. I think the, the number one tip that I can give is just pause, take a step back, reevaluate, and then move accordingly. If I can just sum it up, you know, being selfless is great for our kids, but we also have to have a little selfish time for ourselves. And to me, that's what makes a whole person. And it's very, it's, it's very, uh, it represents what life is about, having that balance, being able to swivel back and forth, um, but you're still accomplishing in whatever goals that you have down the road. Um, I would definitely also add um, embracing and being present in those selfless and selfish moments. You know, as you said, with your massage, you put the phone down, you have taught yourself to be in a good headspace to enjoy the massage. Same thing goes when you're with your kids. Like, be present with them and just enjoy all those moments. Yeah, right. I love it. I guess, I guess my tip is you have to be a little bit selfish because if you're always selfless, 
and you're extending yourself, you overextend yourself, then you're really not going to be any good for anybody at the, in the long run. So you got to take that little bit of time to pause and, you know, get yourself together and enjoy yourself a little bit. And, and what about one for being selfless? Selfless? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything. Well, you know, like sometimes like when you lay on a couch and then it's past the kids bedtime. Well, I'm trying to teach them the game of football. Yeah, but sometimes you fall asleep and then the kids are like laying there and they're wide awake. And I'm just like, why aren't they in bed? No, but Chase is asleep. All right. So I know he's two. So he has to be managed a lot more. The other two, they're fine. They can sit and watch cartoons. But I fell out last night. That's what you're hitting on. (laughs) (laughs) Knocked out. It was the wine's fault, to be honest. (laughs) Monique didn't want to drink with me. So I had to drink the whole bottle by myself. (laughs) When I woke up, it was like 11. What? No, it was later than that. It was midnight. I was knocked out. And I didn't even realize it. But the other two were fine. Where were the kids? Did they just go to bed or were they with you? No, they were still on the couch Monique watching was, TV. But Monique was sitting right here working. They was watching TV. But I thought they were in bed. I didn't even look over there. Yeah. I thought they were in bed. <laughs> they they were really good about being quiet, too. They sat there on that couch all that <laughs> time, and I had no idea that they were still there. I mean, completely quiet. I looked over. I'm like, wait, where's Melania? I see her little head pop up. And she's just looking. I'm like, OMG. I'm like, go to bed now. What is happening? It was the wine's fault. Trust (laughs) me. I bought myself the whole bottle. All because you had to drink alone. That's right. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to give a moment of silence to all of the parents out there who realize that their life has changed so much. It's become so different now after having children. But they also realize that it's literally one of the most rewarding jobs you'll ever have in the entire world. So just be good about it and make sure that your kids turn out to be good humans. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for watching today's episode and listening and make sure you visit notforlazymoms.com. Check out our perfect holiday gifts that are our not for lazy moms approved bundle boxes. And if you're a, a community member, you'll get free shipping up until December 15th. And our relax, our relax bundle box is like a hit. So you might want to check that out. It features Mila Eve Essentials, which is my new essential oils line, which will actually debut January 1st, 2021. And also Dr. Nettles Beauty. They have, uh, they specialize in natural organic products and their teas are featured in our bundle boxes. They have their rose tea, their, their elderberry tea, and also their turmeric ginger tea, which is my favorite. Oh my God, it's so yummy. So make sure you check it out and we will see y'all next week. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>